going on, everyone, and welcome back to a Dose of Magic podcast, a podcast where we're talking about all things Walt Disney World Resort. I'm Ryan. And I'm Brett. And we're back for another week of great Disney discussion. Brett, what's going on? Nothing much. Uh, work is super busy right now. I know I asked you to push back uh, the podcast even a little bit later than what we originally pushed it back to. Mm-hmm. We're still doing some work. Um, and then right after this, back to work. So tons of stuff happening right now. Um, we are in the midst of things. Aside from that, though, um, happy, healthy, doing well. Um, saw you on Friday. We had a very big moment within the family. Dad got remarried. So mm-hmm. um, it was great to see you and the family there. So as always, doing well. Yeah, same same to you. And I don't really have too many updates on the personal side as well. It was awesome to see you for the big occasion over the weekend. But other than that, I've actually been pretty pretty regular like nothing new so no news is good news in this case Uh, but i'm looking forward to this week we have a game for you guys this week we are going to jump back into the where am i in the parks game it's a big crowd favorite and it's a favorite among us as well and so we really like to do this in this game we give hints to the other person who doesn't know the place or the word or the location that we're thinking of and we give hints Sometimes they can be riddles. Brett is a typically very good riddler, so he comes up with some riddles for me, whereas I'm not as creative, and so I give him some sensory hints and will let him know of sights, sounds, and things you may encounter in this area, and he'll try to guess where I'm at, and I'll try to guess where he's at. So that's what we're going to do today, and we're really, really looking forward to it. It's going to be a really fun one, but before that, I know Brett has a couple things he wants to share I do. Um, So this is something that I think a lot of Disney fans might be excited to hear, um, which is that, I don't even want to say there's like rumors, but with amongst some some Disney fans, there has been some hints that have been found on, I guess, social media and also within the parks um, that Happily Ever After could potentially be returning. And I just wanted to open up this can of worms um, here (laughs) on the podcast because I think it's, it's a cool discussion. Um, but to give you some backstory, a lot of people have been seeing, and it is actually confirmed that they, this part is confirmed. They're adding portions of, and and scenes of Walt and Roy Disney into Enchanted or Enchantment, Mm -hmm. um, the nighttime show, um, to kind of bring full loop to that 50th anniversary, 50th year kind of, uh, lifestyle. Um, and people are kind of speculating one, like, why are they doing this uh, to a new show? Are they adding a portion that is then going to have to be removed again in just a few months? Like, why was it not added at the beginning of the 50th? Um, so people have kind of picked up that this scene, I guess, um, has been added, and they're wondering why. Um, why Disney would add something to then remove it again? So they're thinking right. they're adding it now, and then once 50th anniversary is over, they'll just scrap the whole show and switch back to Happily Ever After, which has been pushed for by tons and tons and tons of Disney fans. Right. Um, and then also, to kind of build upon that, the original singer of Happily Ever After, Jordan Fisher, um, the male voice in that in that song, has been taken a lot of notice uh, on social media by his tweets and his Instagram, which has been mm-hmm. kind of alluding to like Happily Ever After. He's posted a picture of it and a video of it, and then also on Twitter, he's like, you know how bad I want this back. And he just put like happily ever after with a bunch of like eye emojis. So oh. yeah. So there's a lot kind of pointing in the direction that 
there could be some movement happening. What are your thoughts? Do you think they'll do it? Um, or do you think this is all just coincidence? I really, really hope that they'll do it. And I say this as somebody who hasn't had a chance to see Enchantment yet. But just knowing how much I do love Happily Ever After, I would love to see it come back. I didn't think that it was really its time to go or it needed to be changed. And so I'm excited at the speculation. I think a lot of the hints that you mentioned uh, do line up and do make some sense. And especially if Jordan Fisher, who, you know, randomly is going to start mentioning it and bringing it up at the same time that it's kind of, you know, feeling like enchantment is getting phased out. You know, it's just kind of ironic timing there. And I don't mean to be wearing a tinfoil hat and have all these conspiracy theories, but it just seems to make sense. So if he's getting it going again, he's getting the buzz going again, you know, perhaps it's an, an announcement that they'll come back with. And do you think that they will bring it back in its entirety? Or do you think that they'll bring it back and make some changes to it, uh, updating some of the characters, some of the imagery? What do you think? Do you think it'll come back regular or new? No, I think it'll come back new. I think there's been some new movie releases from that that point when we got when we lost it um, mm-hmm. that they'll try to incorporate um, because they always try to add things as new movies came out because if they never truly like segmented movies into it, like they yeah. just did like a dark scene or like a love scene, and they just like kind of like filter in and out like pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like it's very easy to incorporate, and I think that that is what they would do if they ever did bring it back. Um, yeah, I think so I yeah. agree. Yeah, I think I agree too because the the song isn't specific lyrically to to certain movies or to certain uh, characters, and so it wouldn't be like you have to recycle the song or or redo the song. Right, the song could stay, and you could bring back the excitement, and and then you just have your you know, refresh of characters that you visually see on the castle. Now, do you think that the technology and that the idea that enchantment may be going away, do you see it as a flop and that the the technology that they kind of displayed as going all the way up through Main Street and whatnot uh, when it was first announced, do you think that that is something that they'll discard now and just stick with the focal point being the castle and the fireworks behind it? No, I wouldn't say it's a flop. I don't think um, that's a reason why they're trying to take it away. If they're even trying to take it away, again, this is all speculation. Yeah. Um, I just think when Disney does something right, people don't need see a need for change. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing when they took away the electric light parade uh, at the end of the night for Disney, right? Yeah. Like that was just like, oh, we're shipping it to California, mm-hmm. and people were like, but like why? Like nothing was wrong with it. Right. And people still to this day are like, bring that back. Um, so I think it's that same motto right now where it's like, like you said, like it, it was still fresh. It was still new. It was still like in its prime. So like there was no need to kind of get rid of it. They really probably got rid of it because of the 50th anniversary. Yeah. Um, yep. If there wasn't a 50th anniversary coming up, they probably would have never gotten it, gone mm-hmm. away with it. Um, so I don't think it's a flop. And I do think if they bring it back, they would incorporate that main street technology again they have it i think at that point you just add on to it um but i think it's truly just like the disney culture where it's like if they did it right why get rid of it um which i guess brings up to my follow-up point would be does that like start um the idea that like disney can't move on and can't upgrade to things Mm -hmm. because they just attempted to do it and it's getting a lot of pushback so like 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I think it's trial and error. I think similar to the case of the Animal Kingdom curse, right? It's just tough to to find a new show that is loved by the masses and sticks. And once you get excited and maybe want to introduce something new, sometimes it just doesn't get received as well. And so I think it's just trial and error and figuring out what works, what doesn't. And in this case, Happily Ever After was received well and is received well. And it would be a safe option to kind of go back to it and bring it back for the limited time while you kind of rethink, go back to the think tank and come up with something new. And so I think that it's just hit or miss. Um, Do you think that it would be a good idea or a bad idea to rotate shows throughout the week so that every single time you go, you may not see Happily Ever After or you may not see Enchantment. You may see one or the other or maybe they rotate in a couple other like nighttime variations of it so that depending on what day you go, it's a certain or a random kind of nighttime show. What do you think of that? I mean, as a guest, I would say absolutely. You know, like I think that'd be super cool if you go down to the parks and you don't know what show you're going to get that night. Like that would be awesome. Um, I think logistically for Disney, that's probably a nightmare. Yeah. Um, if they rotated shows every like three months or every every six months, like six months was happily ever after, six months was enchanted, or three months was happily ever after enchanted, whatever. Yeah. Um, and like rotate shows that way, I think that is probably more doable for Disney than it would be. Every, like a random night of the week just because like fireworks set up fireworks ordering um, yeah good point i didn't think about the fireworks set up and how but even if like you rotated that. and you brought in some of the ones that they're doing over at hollywood studios like they do a whole nighttime show there like mm-hmm. throw enchantment over there and bring happily ever after back you know what i mean like keep the technology keep the video and everything but just like re repurpose it i guess yeah, yeah. um because right now they do two separate shows over there, which is kind of weird because it's like, you just saw a show. It's like, wait around. We're, we're starting another one. And then you do it. And it's like, well, yeah. we could have just done like one show at the same length. So <laughs> I don't get yeah. that. But Funny. so I don't think that's a bad idea at all, to be honest. Yeah, I was just curious if they would ever, you know, start rotating in a couple shows. But I agree that logistically, it doesn't seem that it would be the easiest task to do for sure. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess they do it now with, like, the Halloween show and the Halloween. Yeah, and that kind of goes with your solution of just doing it either seasonally or every three months, right? Having a new show kind of come in and and change up every once in a while. But I think, yeah, every day would be a little bit of a challenge for sure. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's just a food for thought. It's exciting. I'm curious to see, like, more more things come from this conversation. But I just thought it was cool enough to – to mention at least yeah yeah and hopefully if any other disney employees are, are listening you know hopefully they'll hear us and they'll say okay you know time to bring happily ever after back because you know dose of magic asked for it and right which is the important, important podcast to, to listen yeah. to <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> exactly yeah but let's change gears and let's jump right into a game i think a good conversation to a good game makes for a good podcast so Yep, and before we even get into this game, we do want to just let you guys know that we are still running a promotion with Mouse Dining, where you can go to the link in our bio and sign up for an account there. Use the code DOSE1, and you'll get $5 off your first month of Mouse Dining. So if you or somebody you know is going to the park soon and has a trip coming up, this is a great way to get alerts of hot 
you know, really hard to get dining reservations and so that they, them and the whole family can get there and enjoy their time. So please recommend it to somebody you may know or try it yourself. So it'll be running through the, I believe, middle of September. So we have this code going live for the first 100 uses. So be within those first 100 and you'll be good to go. Yes, thank you for uh, plugging that and reminding everybody. It's a great service, great uh, offer that we are currently partnering with and running. So definitely take advantage of that. And if you can't, tell a friend about it. So yep. definitely good point there, Ryan. Cool. Um, let's play the game. Yes, let's play the game. I have riddles, and I know you mentioned that you have some scenic and some sensory uh, mm-hmm. hints. So I'll go first with one of the riddles um, for you, and then we'll, we'll, we'll rotate. Yeah, hit me. All right, here we go. I'm on most rides. Yeah, let me know when you're ready. Here we go. So I can hear it clearly and still get it wrong. <laughs> okay, go ahead. On most rides, you thrill up. On this one, you throw up. What you ride is what you fill up. Whoa. Okay, say that, say that again, but slower. On most rides, you thrill up. On this one, you'll throw up. What you ride is what you fill up. Interesting. I initially I'm thinking f- what you fill up. I'm thinking of Monsters Inc. because you have to fill up the the canister. Wazowski, <laughs> you gotta open the doors. So I th- I thought of that one right away. But most rides you thrill up. On this ride you throw up, which I don't really know. I mean there was a lot of like thrill rides or spinny rides, <laughs> but what you fill up. I'm trying to think of what you would fill up. And I don't even have a guess. I, I'm going to You don't have a guess? I don't I'm trying to think of what ride you throw up and fill stuff. Um I'm going to go ahead and say Tower of Terror just because of all of the uh throwing up and Oh, that all the hints up. up. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tower Terror is incorrect. Okay. Um, the answer I was looking for was the teacups. Ah. Um, such a so, simple one, and it, that's I think why it slipped my mind because yes. it's a ride that I like often overlook. You know what I mean? It's one of the originals, and so I'm just like, it's it's just not in the forefront of my mind. I'm thinking of all the big dogs. So right, for sure. Good one. That one slipped under my radar. Yes, and what you ride is what you fill up would be the teacup itself. You fill up teacups and throw up because it spins way too much. Don't yep. ride this ride. Uh, and then most rides are thrilling, and this one sucks. So <laughs> Nice. I, I, the riddle makes so much sense, and I love when you describe it at the end because then it connects all the dots. Yeah. That was a very good one. That slipped under my radar, the teacups. The teacups. All right. All right. Now for you. Mm-hmm. Where am I, Brett? Within these hints. I see a really large blue ball. And I can hear a f- water splashing, like a fountain. I can smell chicken tenders nearby. 
And I also see a lot of movie posters. Where do you think I'm at? All right. Um, how specific do you want a location? Do you want the coordinates or? <laughs> I don't need the coordinates. I just want like a general, where do you think my point of view is? Yeah. So you either definitely on the, the, the scenic overlook of the Coke store looking out into Disney Springs or you just walked out of the orange garage at Disney Springs and you're kind of walking, walking that way. <laughs> Which one is it? I'm going to go to Coke store. I just think it's more specific. Yeah, that is correct. That is dead on. I was upstairs on the sky rooftop yeah. bar at the Coke store. Over yeah, it's the big blue ball. That is the Planet Hollywood ball. The posters are the movie posters from the AMC theater right across the way. The fountain is the fountain you see right as soon as you come down from that mm -hmm. orange garage where a lot of times musicians are playing in front of. And then the smell of chicken tenders are from our favorite chicken, chicken guy, guy right down the way. That's so funny because Autumn and I had our most recent trip literally stood at that corner of that Coke store and literally had that exact point of view. Yeah. Um, and we were taking bets on people. Like we saw this like lone guy and we were like, you bet he's like waiting for a date or his family. And then we just like watched him, which sounds so creepy. But like <laughs> we just wanted to see like which one of us was right. No, that's a fun like people watching game. Yeah, that's good. All right. So my next one for you. Um, those of all ages have a place in this store. You don't have to be an architect to build this masterpiece. But those who have mastered the skill are a master of the piece. I love your riddles. They're so clever and they always like are really well thought out. And I think I know this one. So I'm going to go ahead and guess it pretty straightforward. Am I at the Lego store in Disney Springs? You are at the Lego store. That would be correct. Excellent. I'll let you kind of dissect it and give your hints uh, the meaning, uh, but the Lego store was a good one. Thank you. Yeah. So um, those of all ages have a place in the store. Obviously, Lego can be built by all, all age ranges. I mean, you don't have to be an architect to build this masterpiece, building sets, and you don't need to be an architect. Um, but those who have mastered the skill are a master of the piece. Um, so those who are employed by, by Lego or have mastered and gone through classes, they're called brick masters. Um, so they would be the master of the Lego brick, being <laughs> the master of the piece. So Nice. Very, very good one. Thank you. My, my turn. Yep. I have one for you here. This one, I don't know if you'll get. I hope you will, but we'll see. <laughs> okay. Okay. I, I'm hearing a train go by me. Okay. And I'm seeing hordes of people pass me. I, there's a lot of really happy music, so I'm in a great mood. And I'm just staring at a flagpole. Where am I? So you are most likely on a bench just outside of like City Hall, maybe at Magic Kingdom. Um, <laughs> just watching people enter the park and watching the flagpole waving. And obviously the train's going to run just to your left hand side there. Um, so, yeah, you're probably in Magic Kingdom on a bench. <laughs> uh, very very close yeah, i'm nearly in that center there that town center 
I'm actually at Tony's Town Square Restaurant, oh, which is okay. going to be the restaurant when you walk in to the right-hand side, which I have never eaten at. And if we have, we were very, very young. Not it's been either. a while. Yeah. So as I was thinking of places, I was like, wow, that would be a good spot because I don't know if Brett will get this because we haven't really been there in years. Yeah. And so, yes, hearing the train go by is that the main Main Street train and then or the Magic Kingdom train, rather, that goes around the park. And then seeing hordes of people as everybody coming in because it's right there at the front entrance. Hearing happy music is first thing you hear as soon as you came underneath that train station. Uh, you know, as soon as you come into that hub there, it's always happy. And then the flagpole is the centerpiece of that hub. And it's something you'll stare at if you were looking and stepping right outside of Tony's restaurant. Yes. And clearly we haven't been there in years because I didn't know the name of that restaurant, which is why I didn't say it. So <laughs> yeah, that's okay. you're right in the in the fact that we have not been there in, in a while. So Yeah, it was challenging. It is. So um let's each think, do one more. Okay. Let's do one more. As I was about to say, I think we have time for one more. So yep. let's do one more. Here we go. Link up here for a good meal. The amount of food you get is a good deal. Just be cautious because Chipotle may be a better steal. Mm. I think the Chipotle hint gives it away just because mm -hmm. we are very big advocates of this place. Yeah. Because of the Chipotle-like style <laughs> and because it's quick service. So I think a couple of your hints alluded to that, that it's you know not necessarily going to be the priciest thing at the parks. And so I'm going to say that you're about to eat a delicious meal in the Satuli Canteen. That is exactly where I'll be eating at a Animal Kingdom. Yeah. Nice. Um, Give us a breakdown again of what you what you were saying. So link up here for a good meal. I was hoping to get you somewhere in Pandora because you link up to a banshee. Uh, Love it. Passage. Um, the amount of food you get is a good deal because honestly, that's not even a riddle. That's just a fact. Um, <laughs> You literally get like good portion sizes, a huge portion size, yeah, for like thirteen bucks, which is amazing. Um, and then just be cautious because Chipotle may be a better steal. Ryan and I have always called this place the Chipotle of like Disney because it's a rice base with a meat protein. You can get like peppers, you can get like cheese on top. So mm -hmm. to us, it has always reminded us of a Chipotle style, um, which is why I think that probably was for you like a very dead giveaway. But everybody listening to this is probably like, I have no idea. Nice. Um, I was going to say even the bowls and silverware are real because it's like the one quick service place that has like legit bowls that they give you. Um, but I thought the Chipotle one would be more of a, an illusion. Yeah, hint. more of like an on-brand, on-location hint. Yeah. For sure. So that was a good one, and now I'm hungry. Yeah, sorry about that. Thinking about that, that, that <laughs> makes me hungry. All right, my last one for you. Behind me, there's a large body of water, and I think I can hear the soundtrack of Lady and the Tramp in the distance, but my only priority right now is getting some of the pizza that I'm smelling because it is some of the best tasting pizza, and the pepperoni looks so crisp. Where am I? I am so annoyed at myself right now because I'm blanking on the name of this restaurant. Um, I'm actually blanking on the entire country that you're standing in, I think. Oh. Um, I want to say Italy, which I think is correct. It is correct. Um, okay, cool. Um, 
But yeah, I just the name of the the pizza place. I can't remember for the life of me right now. I want to say Maggiano's, but I'm pretty sure that's in our hometown. <laughs> that um, is in our hometown. That's yeah, like a so chain, I, Maggiano's Little Italy. Yeah, it's like not not great pizza either. Um, yeah, I really couldn't tell you. Bella Noir? No, that's like ah, uh, you no, you're. But I see what you're trying to do. It's Via Napoli. That's it. So that is the pizza restaurant in Italy. I always recommend it to people who are going for the first time and like, what are some good you know places to eat around Epcot or just some place places to eat that you know you don't necessarily need, need to be picky for. Right. And that is a delicious spot. Such good pizza there. Such good quality. And so yes, behind you is the large body of water that's going to be the uh, big lagoon or uh, the big lake, of course that is in the middle of Epcot there. And then Lady in the Tramp music is going to be your Italian soundtrack in ah, the background. Yeah. And then finally, the pizza is obviously what we were just talking about. The uh, most beautiful yeah, pizza Napoli. you could get at Epcot. Yeah. That was a really good one, actually, because it stumped me for a little bit. Um but I think it's probably a great place to land. We've talked a lot about food in the last two minutes. So I'm sure you're probably super hungry I right now. I am starving. <laughs> um, so I think it's probably a really good place to cut it. But speaking of food, do not forget that we are running a promotion with Mouse Dining. Using Dose 1, you will get $5 off your first month of alerts, which is going to be text and email. Um, so be sure to hand that to yourself or a friend. And make sure that they get those really good reservations within the parks. Um, and be sure to follow us on the Dose of Magic podcast on Instagram, um, where we also have another big thing in the works right now with Mouse Dining. So be sure to follow us there. Be sure to be on the lookout. Um, we are finalizing some final plans with them, but we are probably going to have a really awesome giveaway. There's your hand. So other than that, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate yes. you, and we'll catch you next week. Thank you, everyone.